Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Go Deep with Kat and Sarah. Today, we will be talking about listening, listening to your true self, and who we really are inside. So, <laughs> do you do you want me to start with my story, Kathleen? I do, because okay. I haven't heard it yet, and so that's going to be awesome. We'll see how it lands with me. Okay, so um, I realized quite recently that I thought you needed to quiet your mind in order to feel the energy of who you are inside because our thoughts kind of cover it up. And if you think of of your true self as maybe an energy at the core of who you are and all your thoughts on top, creating chaos or static, I thought you had to quiet all that static before you could feel who you really are, which is not untrue or not that can be a path or a way, I think. And something, all of a sudden, I realized that who I am is there no matter the static, no matter the crap on top, no matter what I'm thinking. And it was like I could feel the energy inhabiting my body. And almost like the energy of the universe came up and shone out through my eyes. And in that moment when I really noticed it that way, I had been feeling quite a lot of anxiety and fear for no reason. And it was a new sensation for me to feel myself and a, like the biggest version of myself, myself as God at the same time as fear. And then the fear dropped down till it was, it was nothing. And the, the realization was that I can focus on who I am. I, I can switch at any moment. I don't have to get rid of the fear to, or, or whatever emotion I'm feeling or whatever thoughts or thinking I'm having. I don't have to get rid of that in order to feel myself. And it was, there, there was also a, a component of, um, it was a friend said, if you're not present in your body, your body's not going to feel good. Like if we're absent who we are, if that's absent and we're not actually present in our body, our body doesn't do as well. And it kind of just doesn't feel good. And then it was like, oh, there I am. And so putting one's attention, that, that feels almost too much like a doing, but being aware of yourself and everything. So did I make sense? What do you hear in that, Kathleen? <laughs> uh, well, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm listening and noticing how much 
my listening to you tell your story that I'm filtering it through my own lens of separateness of my own belief systems of my own. Well, what do I think of that? Like, like hmm. how challenging it was to just be curious about how you see it. And, 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 but, but there was like this comparison going on. Well, yeah, yeah. I can resonate to that part, you know? And, and, uh, which was just interesting. And so I think what I noticed too, that sounds similar, um, is that there's a, there's a me and not really there is one, but I think there's a me <laughs> that, you know, is really a space where thinking happening happens. And I do have you also shared the belief for a while that, well, I had to quiet down that thinking so I could get in touch with the true self, which is always ever present and mm. who I really am. So, so I know that and the experience of that is as if the chattery mind, the thought generating machine, the conditioned, you know, self, like is almost like a program, it can be like a program running in the background. I mean, sometimes it's right here in front of my face. But even then, there's, there's the ability to know that that's not who we truly are. So no matter how much, how loud that noise seems, um, anyway, and I'm, I'm maybe not doing a good job describing it and I'm not, that felt a little bit similar to what you were describing, but more than anything, Sarah Joy was, was how I was listening to you tell your story, like contrasting, comparing, thinking about what I was going to say next, like, Huh. Hmm. Just being present to the the felt sense that in my body as you were talking is to me a pretty enjoyable way to listen and be with somebody. But boy, that personal identity wants to jump in there and compare and contrast and what am I going to say next? You know, because I don't want to sound stupid on our podcast or anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's listening. Well, yeah, what people call deep listening or just listening or listening with the heart. Um, I had two ideas come in uh, at the same time. <laughs> Neither of them made it to my mouth. Um To me, recently, it feels like listening from who I am, but with nothing, like none of that comparison or nothing on my mind. 
and and yeah, our habit or our, you know, I was taught listening to, you know, compare and what do I think of that and to analyze. And it seems like a lot of work. Like how would I actually listen if I was at the same time analyzing what I'm listening to? Exhausting. <laughs> but hey, true confession, like it is, it is tiring. And I, you know, I do it a lot. You know, and I and and I'm on to myself a little bit more. I was with my mom not long ago and she'd been you know cleaning out her closets and sorting through some things and so she had everything in a cardboard box but she didn't want to give me the box so I had to get a big black trash bag and then she wanted to go through she was sitting on the other side of the room she said now I just want to make sure that everything in there is what I want to give away and oh did I have all this judgment so I had to pick up each item one at a time so she could look at it and, you know, affirm that, that she really wanted to give it away. And, you know, when I was judging and thinking that there's an easier or better way to do this, you know, it was just like, that feels like shit. You know, like, this is my mom. I went over to be with my mom to be helpful or be present. It's like, okay. It was so much nicer and so much easier to just listen to what she thought was the best way to do it and just jump in, quit, you know, not try to paddle upstream, just jump in the river and go with the flow. And it was nice. Yeah. It came to me, you're, it, it's like listening to who they are, not what they're saying. And not who they are as psychology, but who they are as the energy of the universe inside. And that is exactly what, it's like I dropped the content, really. Like we're together, we're in her apartment. Yeah, and there's a body that looks like me that's taking stuff out of the box and putting it in the bag. But in reality, really, I had the felt sense, like I'm here with my mom. You know, we're just here, we're here together and stuff's happening or not. Yeah. I was watching a TV show last night, um, Picard, which is part of the Star Trek series. I think it's one that, I don't know if it's the newest, it's new. Um, by the time I watch anything, it's usually not new and it's new to me. And I think it's new to everybody, which is why I can't tell <laughs> anyway. But they um, they had a whole, it's actually a thread through the whole um, season they had an episode sort of delving into Captain Jean-Luc Picard's psyche. And they kept talking about 
who he is or um, why he can't be open with others or authentic. And what I realized what the show was calling openness or authentic was showing other people the psychology of your thinking and showing other people uh, the scary things that happened during childhood. <laughs> and, and, and it seemed so obvious to me. I was like, but that's not who he is. Those are scary things that happened when he was a kid. And he still thinks about them. So he's scared sometimes. And it, it just looked like, well, that's why people in society are called, you know, that's why there's problems. If you think that's who you are, it's, it's a, of course you wouldn't be open. Why would you be showing, like, it's like showing people your dirty underwear every day. <laughs> it just, it looked silly because all these other characters were telling him how he needs to be more open. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked silly to me. Yeah. Well, the it seems all convoluted to me. Like, who's trying to be authentic? the the identity the persona that's not who we are anyway yeah so it's like yeah yeah and and the the show's definition of being authentic was more of a cultural um it wasn't really authenticity it was it was like um Kind of like if a little kid didn't understand what it meant and they were trying to be authentic, like playing at it, like, oh, look at me, I'm a superhero. Oh, look at me, I'm authentic. <laughs> That's what the whole thing felt like. Yeah. No, that is that. That's that's a really good example of what you know our our culture and our conditioning and our most of the world thinks that that identity, that persona, that personality construct is who we are. And then like when you operate as that, then you don't want to be authentic about things that are supposedly bad. But there's no, there's no you that is that. That's all made up. Yeah. I don't know if we've actually said, we've alluded to who we are, but um, so we are, if I was to define it right now, it's sort of coming to mind. Um, we're the energy behind life. Yeah. We are, good. We, we are that. Yeah. We're the Good. energy that grows oak trees. Good to throw that in there. If we're talking about, you know, who we're not. It's good idea. <laughs> good idea to go. So good idea to 
I was just envisioning, I was envisioning somebody trying to figure out, well, okay, I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not the things that happen to me. I'm not my body. I'm not this. I'm not my personality. What's left? <laughs> I'm, not my, I'm not my set of beliefs. I'm not my thoughts. Um, yeah. Huh. What's left? Consciousness, awareness, pure, unconditional love. You know, unlimited possibility and potential. And the the ability to be aware of that. Like the awareness that that we're aware. So like, you know, there's that just that beingness, just that we're conscious, we're aware. And then I also think there's like awareness in action. So there's aliveness, like this beingness, this awareness, like it wants to create in the world. It wants to show up as form so that it could know itself. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we're, we do create these characters and these roles and these personas that aren't who we are, but it, but it's kind of fun. Tell it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, good one, Sarah Joy. I'm glad you said, hey, by the way, why don't we why don't we throw it out there? Who who are we? This who we truly are that we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, and and we were talking about listening, listening to that energy, listening to our big S selves is um, that that's maybe everything. Like I I'm I was wanting I was wanting to put words on it. Like it's great, it's awesome, it's it's you know it's gonna get you ahead in life. It's I think it's everything. Tell me more. You think, what do you think is everything? Just want to be clear. Listening to who we are. Yeah. I suppose in that there's also the realizing that you are that like the identifying with that energy behind life as you. Yeah. Even the word identifying, like it, it to me, it feels like that's something you have to do identify with that but we're we are that so there's no need to go through the activity of identifying because yeah i'm I, just looking for a word that um other than realization making real yeah. knowing, like really knowing 
Yes. Capital Yes. K, capital K knowing that that's you. Yeah. And I, I'm just like being nitpicky because it is with the identifying, but it is hard to uh, conceptualize something that isn't really a concept. It just is. We do our best, right, to come up with words to to describe this. Yeah. I was I I had an image of like the whole world. Uh, but like like nature, like we're the energy that the crickets sing about, we're the babbling brook and we're the stars shining and we're the trees shushing in the wind and we are the the roots into the earth drawing all the water up and I am you and you are me and we are, I keep hearing crickets <laughs> and there are no crickets here. <laughs> and The, the immensity and power of that is there's no end to it. Yeah. Well, as we're listening, we're creating... long pauses and moments of silence <laughs> for our listening audience. Maybe we need to say something and uh, so we can go listen and not have to worry about our listeners having dead air. <laughs> Who says you need to fill every second of a podcast with sound <laughs> um, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's some they out there that say that perhaps you could have an entire podcast of silence uh, you know what we could build with presence for people to listen to the silence of presence Well, speaking of listening, mm -hmm. we have a friend and colleague that's up to something really cool. Do you want to take a minute to speak about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so in so May 24 to 26 in Prague in the Czech Republic and online at your house is going to be the Listening with the Heart Conference. And I know it's going to be reversed, but this is like a little flyer about it. And doo -doo -doo, here's some of the speakers. There's like double or triple that. And um, so International Summit, May 24 through to 26, it's free online. And you can go to thelisteningworld.com. thelisteningworld.com and you can sign up for the free online stream and our friend and colleague who's putting it together with some of her own colleagues um katya um she wants to have a million 
online viewers because she feels so strongly that when people listen from their heart, they can listen to the other person they're talking with and uh, a space of love opens up. And the more people that know this and practice or do that or um, listen from that space, the more the world will change. And if you think of perhaps just families listening to each other that way, or uh, maybe on the other end, um, peace negotiators in wartime listening to the other side that way, people in conflict, people in love, people, people everywhere, um, it truly has the potential to actually change the whole world. And um, so listening with the Heart Conference, every one of these speakers on this little card, all of them on their own would blow my mind. <laughs> and she's got, I don't know, 50, 30, many of them together who are all world-class speakers in their own right. And a couple who are like, oh my God, but that person never makes appearances. How wonderful. So free online. I can't stress enough. It's going to be amazing. Thelisteningworld.com. And I don't know which episode it is, but we did have Katya on our podcast. We did. About listening. So, I mean, it was probably within the first 15 episodes. I can't really remember the date or. But yeah, that one um, she was talking about, it was um, called The Listening Project. Yeah. And it was sort of the precursor to this conference that she's putting on. And um, so that would be how she fell in love with the topic of listening and how she's seen um, a revolutionary um, change within the people she's worked with in the Czech Republic and Poland and other neighboring countries. And um, yeah, this is like, the next chapter yeah listening saga yeah. yeah 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 so anything else before we sign on i i don't have anything else i'm looking forward to joining the online conference mm -hmm. it's gonna be awesome and if you want, you can attend live in Prague as well. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. And we will be back in future with new episodes. <laughs> Bye. See you next time.